Hello and welcome to episode 48 of the Roughed Up Podcast. It's your usual crew, minus Mike Roy, Wes Yee, your host, Tim Rodriguez, and Matt Armstrong. Gentlemen, what's going on? Hey, how we doing, Wes? What's up, brother? You know, game seven of the World Series. We got a tight ball game. Just saw a lead-changing home run, first one since 1979. Um, we've got NFL coming up. We're going to make some picks tonight. I think it's, uh, it's a pretty good, pretty good evening for sports. Yeah, hell yeah. I would, I would say so. Plus, Tim's uh, been <clears throat> marinating his meat for a Thursday night game with the Niners. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get the update, Tim. The the Niners. We can't. What do we call it now? It's it's not Tim's tantrums. It's Tim's uh, triumphs. <laughs> Tim's triumphs this this year. I, I, I what what can I say? The Niners have looked. To, I mean, right there with the Patriots, the Niners have looked like the best team in football. Um, it's them one and two. I mean, you could flip back and forth from week to week. Like, the Niners were absolutely dominant against the Panthers team that was coming in hot. They and they dominated them all in every single facet of the game. Uh, they just poured it on, too. It wasn't even, That game was never even close. That was one of those level-up performances where you just – you're making a statement. Yeah. They just killed them. My, my only uh, tantrum, I would have to say, is for the Bears. Holy, sh- holy crap! Their uh, season just went took a turn south real <laughs> quick. My goodness! And, and what was that kneeling on the what was the twenty seven yard line? He just kneels on the twenty seven yard line, calls a timeout instead of running the football. And he's like, "Oh, you know, I don't want to take a three or four yard loss, or or I don't want to fumble or happen. Like, you don't trust your running back that much, like." Wow. <laughs> rough like that just shows you how miss how how much how lack of trust he has for his offense he just has no faith in that offense right now hmm. hard to blame him yeah, it's been pretty terrible i mean uh trubitsky had a nice drive late in the game there but other than that he was horse crap the entire game he's he's probably the worst quarterback in the league right now Risky or Bortles? Who would you rather have? Your life's on the line. Man, uh, I'd probably go with Bortles right now because I've actually I've actually seen him play well. <laughs> I have never seen Trubisky play well. Yikes! How about your Bills? Man, that was that was a rough one against the Eagles. Oof, man, Josh Allen looked ugly. Uh, literally, it was for the Niners. They looked great in every facet. The Bills looked bad in every facet. Their defense, look, they were they just got absolutely torched. Uh, but I, I really can't blame the Bills' defense because their offense was just so bad that their that their defense had no chance in that game. <laughs> their offense was terrible, it was so bad. And Allen looked lost; he looked completely lost in that game. He, that was probably his worst performance as a starting quarterback last week. What a phony team! That is the biggest team that I don't. I, I think the Niners are close behind them, but I think the Bills are – whatever no. record they had was a joke. They cannot score. They faced a 3-3 three, three and, three and three team that's, like, not looking good. They were, like the, – the rumor mill before the, the week uh, started was that, like, the, the locker room was in shambles in Philadelphia. We have players, like, coming out saying that, like, it's a disaster in there. And then they blow out the Bills, who are like, this is their best season ever. Everyone, <laughs> no. Yeah, everyone's pumping the, the, them the up. Bills, 
The Bills are pretenders. I'm I'm fair to admit that. The Bills are pretenders. The Niners are legit. I think they, the Bills are pretenders, but the Bills are a guaranteed playoff team. The AFC yeah, is in shambles. A, Joe, yeah, the AFC is a joke. So they'll make the playoffs just because the AFC is so bad. Uh, I mean, the the Bills don't play anybody the entire year. And you could say the same thing for the, the Bills aren't anybody they, either, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're, they're better than the nobodies they play. That, that's exactly what it is. And then the, the Patriots only play three good teams the entire year. So well, there aren't that many good teams, Tim. So, <laughs> <laughs> and the Niners only play. Well, the Niners play five good teams. They play uh, the Saints, the Seahawks twice. They play the Reds. Yeah, I, I think that's a good discussion point the for the the rest of the way. Yeah, they play the Packers, Ravens, Saints, uh, not the Falcons. So <laughs> the they Seahawks. Six, they play. Yeah. They play six tough games. So the yeah, they've, their, they've got a handful their, of. Of their, their next eight games, six of those are against winning teams. So those – I mean, that that's going to be a test for sure. Yeah. It's still not like a class that's ahead of them. I think like their game in New Orleans, that should be like a, a huge litmus test for like whether they're actual like contenders. Because like I still don't believe that they're able to like – outscore a team and I think Drew Brees might be able to properly navigate a pocket compared to the to the quarterbacks that the Niners have been facing in the last couple of weeks well I mean the, the greatest equalizer for any quarterback is pressure and the Niners are number one and number two in pressure yeah sure but like you got uh, Kyle Allen uh, Hoskins Goff what other bad quarterbacks are that? Yeah, Mayfield, <laughs> some brain dead Steelers quarterback, a Dalton, and then yeah, it's like they they have not faced a good quarterback, honestly. I mean, uh, you, could, you could say the same thing for the Patriots. So I, I mean, the litmus no, test no, is coming. No, I, I think yeah, the Patriots are they they've really kind of looked um, beatable for sure. Um, their defense I'm, is. A point generating machine. Uh, they're getting turnovers all the time, but their offense is really kind of just like. Yeah, they're not world beaters. Their, their offense no, is not world not beaters. Sure. Their defense is stacked. They have a great defense, but um, historically great defense as of right now. Uh, same with the Niners. The Niners and the Patriots both have historically great defenses as of right now. Like the Niners are on the level of the 85 Bears right now. If you look at if you look at, at them side by side, the Niners are on the level of the eighty five Bears and the Patriots are better than all three of those teams. Like the two thousand Ravens, right now the Patriots are better than the two thousand Ravens. Eighty five Bears get to face the quarterbacks that Army just listed off there. <laughs> probably. Probably worse. <laughs> they, were, they were probably still running yeah. like two fullbacks and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, definitely the Niners front seven. Has been it's gross. Ridiculous. It's yeah. ridiculous. Um, but you know, I I think we I've been saying this for a while. It's like we have like we've defined the tiers. I think, but I think the top one and two tiers are kind of melding together in my mind. Right. I think the top tier are pretty clear cut at this point. The you have you have the Patriots, the Niners, the Saints, the Packers, and um, Chiefs, Ravens, Chiefs, Ravens, and that, and everybody else is tier two basically. Other than that, other than those like top six teams, 
maybe maybe you could throw in the Vikings in there, but the problem is I don't trust Kirk Cousins to play a good team. I, that's that's the problem. I, I don't trust him against a good team. Oh, until, do you until trust Jimmy G against a good team? He hasn't played one yet. Yeah, I, I haven't. Well, the, I thing, haven't. the thing the thing is though, his he doesn't have to be great to beat good teams though. That's the thing that makes the Niners different than those other teams. He doesn't have to be great. All he has to do is be good. He just doesn't have to turn over the ball because our defense and run game is so good. We're by that's, far the number that's, one. That's like, but like problem. situationally, say you give up like a a pick six. Now you're chasing points in a playoff game. Like you can't just yeah. hand it off oh, to yeah. Beretta and, and your running backs. Like you have to actually chase points. I haven't seen yeah. the capability. The Niners have to chase it. points yet. Yeah, I mean we the Niners have won every game pretty handily so we haven't had to see it yet so i mean we'll we'll know when when it comes when that day comes we'll see whether he can or not but yeah i think for i think i think for me it's definitely uh guilty until proven innocent with that type of um team until you've shown me that you can come back from a you know 14 nothing 17 nothing kind of game or just uh, yeah like a game that's like uh back and forth where like you run down the field score some points the other team comes down and scores points like, I haven't seen, like, a tight game, really, other than, like, really the early Steelers in the year. Game. The Steelers game was close because there was four fumbles. Yeah, tons like, of turnovers. That's a trash yeah. team. You don't want to yeah. measure yourself against the Steelers. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. No, the, the Niners, if you look at the stats in that game, the Niners should have won that game by 30 points. But <laughs> they, they had five turnovers. Four of them were fumbles. It was just an ugly game. So the Niners are ten and a half point favorites at yeah. the Cardinals on Thursday night football. That is a big line for a road a road favorite. But as we've just heard, these are the San Francisco 49ers of uh, of the golden years, and so they're a big favorite here. Um, I I would I'm just I'm gonna go on the Cardinals home dog huge. Huge line like this in the division. Niners can win this by 10 and not cover. I'll, I'll take the dog. Yeah, this is an unacceptable line. Uh, I just feel like this division has played hard. And I think the Cardinals have been like a, a planter. That they, mm-hmm. they, they can keep it close. Even, they even, when they, even when they're getting blown out, they'll pick up some like garbage points. Um, yep. So 10 and they, a half in a division game on the road is, uh yeah, it's hard to sell. I, I I mean the the Niners could go up thirty to thirteen, and if they score a late garbage touchdown, they still wouldn't cover. Yeah, I I totally believe that. I think both teams are capable of just playing a close game. Yeah. Uh, the the thing is the the Niners can definitely run away with this game because Arizona Cardinals defense is not very good. Um. But the thing is, I don't like the fact that they're giving 10.5 points. That's a lot of points to be giving, um, especially to a road team in a short week. This has trap game written all over it because of the short week and it's on the road. Like, I think the Niners will win this game, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Um, so I, I, th- I think take... that's what the Cardinals are going to play the game as, too. It's like they're not going to try and, like, outscore the Niners. Like, they're probably going to play safe and run the ball instead of, like, dropping back 50 times that the last four or five teams have been doing with trash quarterbacks. Yeah, well, I, I could foresee that happening if they fall behind early. They could um, Kyler could end up trying to throw the ball 50 times. That would be a mistake. I think Kyler would end up getting hurt if you end up doing that because uh, the Niners' front seven is ridiculous. But um, 
Yeah, I, I don't like this line for the Niners just because it's a short week. Like, normally, if this were a full week, I think the Niners could beat them by 10.5 pretty handedly. But the fact this is a short week on the road, I'll, I'll take Arizona in the points. All right, three on the points. Okay, well, let's go to Sunday night, and I think this is the game of the week for me. I think these are the two best teams in the AFC, the Patriots and the Ravens. Patriots are three-and-a-half-point ro- three road favorites at the Baltimore Ravens. As a Patriots fan, I am taking the Ravens. Patriots against Ravens has been a scary – this has been the one team in the AFC that has yeah. scared me played, historically. Played the Patriots. Yeah, none of the other teams, definitely none of the Manning teams. Like, those teams did not worry me. It was always the Ravens. And so, you know, I don't think – this is a, t- a type of team that you want to be a road favorite betting against as a road favorite um, for the Patriots. Yeah, I, I'm in total agreement with that. I, <clears throat> I think the Patriots will probably end up winning this game, but it's going to be probably by one or two points. Uh, I, I like the Ravens here, and the Ravens easily can win this game. Um, this is definitely something in their ballpark. Uh, the Ravens have proven that they can score, and they can score fast. Um, it's all up whether they can keep it, They've been penalized a lot in, in keeping the turnovers down. The reason why these teams are losing to the Patriots is because the Patriots have been turnover machines. If they can protect the football, keep the game close, they can definitely win this game. I have to say okay. the PFPs in the, in, in the major leagues are so good now. <laughs> I mean, right. how, many, how many of those have you seen someone just throw away? Not yeah. lately. Yeah. I think Corbin's like a gold glover. He looks so. he looked good. Dude, yeah. dude, these yeah, they're they're nasty Yeah, Grank, now. Granky looked he was dominating. I think yeah, he had like five or six assists with like a World Series dude, record or something. When when, <laughs> when you uh, when a, you see a pitcher running to running away from his uh throwing side, sliding, diving, uh catching a bunt like backhanded and then flipping around and winging it oh, like boy. 95. Here we, here we go. The the pitchers defending themselves as athletes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you see some of these guys? They're ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. It is nasty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So back, back to this game. Um, I, I think we would both, yeah, we all, all three of us would agree that this is a potential like conference game like yeah, playoff matchup. Game. Yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> imagine this game might be a little colder. We're in New England. What is what is the line? Is it is it over a touchdown? No, I don't think it would be. It would be like six and a half. I, I think. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, it would be hard to press to to a full touchdown with these two teams, and giving a full like field goal plus at home for for Baltimore. Who, Who's been playing well? I feel like this is the Pats. This is the first time that I feel like they're facing a team that I believe that they they can now right beat. So I, I'm on the I'm on Baltimore, and I think Tim yeah said that it might be a good kind of sprinkle game here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because the thing is, Bill Belichick beats up on young quarterbacks, but he struggles with running quarterbacks. Um, and the thing is, Lamar. Lamar Jackson is the best running quarterback we've seen probably since Colin Kaepernick. So, well, he's averaging what? How much? How many yards a game is he averaging rushing? Like 60, 65? He's rushed for over a hundred yards a couple times this season. 
he is, let's see. Yeah, I, I just don't think it's like, um, uh, I haven't seen much from the Pats in the last couple of weeks that say that they're someone that goes on the road and are going to blow teams out. And so, like, I think this is going to be a close kind of field goal game. And That's- you're going to be, wait, one, the Pats have a trash kicker. I don't, have they decided yeah, to stick with Nugent? They, yeah, they have a really bad kicker right now. Okay, so they, they have, they've got Nugent and then you got Tucker. Tucker is like the best in the league. That, I think they have an advantage there. I, I, it's strange. This is probably like a huge like market buy on like the patch being undefeated. But Ma- Yeah, wow. Max, it's, it's a max respect. The Super Bowl champs are undefeated. Yeah. yeah. Which they should get. They should get the respect. I get it. It's it's yeah. It's rich. I think it's rich. It's high value on the Pats there. So I, I would say. Yeah, I, th- I think it's like one point rich. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe take it right through the key number. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying like the Pats are a bad team and the the Ravens are like maybe a a slayer, a, a hair better than them. I'm just saying that like this is a close matchup and you're getting what over the key number, right? If it were if it were Pats one, that, that wouldn't have caught my attention. No, yeah, this is just like I think this is just two good teams, and we'll see who comes out and looks best. But like, you're you're getting a lot of value here. So, speaking of two good teams, oh, oh wait, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants. Dallas Cowboys oh are seven point road favorite here. A little bit of a theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll still I'll still take the boys in this case. Uh, the, the Giants are not a good team; they're just not. And uh, Saquon's back, and they're going to score points. So the so the Cowboys are going to have to score points in this game. So, but I I just the the Giants' defense is a joke. So <laughs> I'll, I'll take the boys in the points. Mm. Man, I. Uh... My bet last week was with the Lions against the Giants, and they they had that in the bag. Cover, yeah, they had that really sloppy, uh, just like uh, free touchdown to Barkley to uh, cover at the end. Um, That was such crap. But (laughs) yeah, it's like well, you can see things like that kind of happening. But um, I think the Cowboys are a better team than the Lions. I just don't think it was as it should have been easy for the Lions to cover and they suck. So fuck me for making that decision. But, <laughs> um, yeah. I think this is a, a, a fair like number, like a, a, a push. Line. I like it. Yeah. This is kind of a push area for, for the Cowboys. I don't see them blowing out the Giants. I hate the Giants. They're very bad. I don't, I don't like Daniel Jones, but yeah, Barkley's fine. <laughs> I I think I think I would favor the Cowboys a little bit here, but not not more than a touchdown. Well, and also Barkley worries me a little bit. I mean, he's playing hurt. He he's they say he's healthy, but he's playing hurt. He had a high ankle sprain. He only took two weeks off. He's still hurting out there. Like how, he could go down on any play. How how good was that Zach Greinke stare? <laughs> yeah, he's he's just his mind is blown. Face for ten seconds. Yeah, he's having a tough time. He's he's not happy. He would have got another six-year extension after this game. Win the clinching game? And yeah, then I would get, he had get it lost. right there. 
Yeah, I get a loss in the sauce. Mm, it can't be his loss. Oh, no, it's not. It's at least a indecision. But yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a notice. Yeah, yeah no, it's really good. Yeah. Cool. I love it when they start bringing the stars into the bullpen. Yeah, he, hasn't, he hasn't thrown in relief since UCLA. Who cares? Right. It's pitching. Right. You're on a mound. I think, yeah, it was a mistake to take Granky out. He was dealing. He he had like seventy pit like seventy pitches. He is like not fatigued. Well, they also have, I mean, the guy they brought in was like they were saying he's like he's got a one ERA. <laughs> like, yeah. However, the only time he had given up a run was his last outing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he he lost confidence. It happens that quickly, I guess. Um, it's, it's Baseball's tough. a yeah, crazy it's, game. It's these one game like kind of events there where they. You over like analyze everything that happens, but like, I mean, the margins are too small. Like, you can't score two runs and like expect everyone to play perfectly. <laughs> if, if you think you're the better team, score twenty runs. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> no, uh, baseball is a crazy sport, man. One second you can be on top of the world, next next second you're in the dirt. Like, <laughs> baseball's a yeah, crazy he was, game. He was on cruise control, man. Yeah. How many pitches did he end up with? Grinky? Yeah. I would say low 80s. That's that. Um, do you guys have any uh, favorites for the week? Uh, for me, I was looking at the Colts Steelers. The Colts only get oh. one point right now. Yeah, I, I was looking at that, and then I tried to look up, like, Colts injuries to see, like, why if there's anything big, the there's not. There's not. It's yeah, just so, that the point that, that they're only getting one point. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. So like that's outrageous. Well, well, first we'll have to react to how like the Steelers came had to come back from two touchdown deficits to the first team in the league. Give me a break. Yeah, and so like, is Ben Roethlisberger like throwing left-handed for this game? Like, why? <laughs> what happened to revive the Steelers' faith? Like, there was such a huge narrative. Uh, was that the sun, uh, the Monday night game or the Sunday night game? I just remember that like the the broadcasters were like, "Oh, if the Steelers run off four wins in a row, they're back, you know, in the playoff picture." And they're whatever two and fourteen now, like whatever three and four. And I was like, "Yeah, but they like." aren't good and they have no quarterback. (laughs) Well, if they won 10 games in a row, then they'd be in the playoffs. It's like, well, yes, you could just say things like that. And that'd be true. Yeah. They have, they have like, Oh, well they have to beat the Colts and they have to beat the Texans. It's like, okay. Yeah. Those are two good teams. Like you can't just be like, well, if you just won those two, you're, you're back in the picture. It's like, yeah. Okay. Like you can just say that hypothetically, but it's not like, something reasonable for a team that was like losing to the dolphins at home so <laughs> yeah my money my money on that game is for sure with the colts the colts are a good team I, um, uh, well i i think the colts are like a little boosted they looked good early in the year and um played well i think Rosette is like underrated as a player they just beat the texans i i just think that like they're they're like slightly above average team, whereas I think the Steelers are a bad team. 
like not a bad team. They're like an average team with no quarterback. I, I, w- I would say I, I put in uh, I would put the Colts right there in the second tier. I put them oh, yeah. right there with the with the Texans and the Bills and yeah, yeah, the, yeah. and I put them right there. Yeah, I, th- I think. Well, I mean, they're probably gonna. Uh, it's gonna be close, but it's gonna they be, might it's win gonna the division. Between, yeah, it's gonna, probably gonna be them between them and Texans for the division. Right. The, and so yeah, it's, it's like they're 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 a good team. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. with without a com- quarterback comparison, I think the Colts are a slightly better team, but one yeah. has a quarterback and one does not. And so, yeah, the like, thing the, the the Colts are much more well rounded than the than the Texans. The Texans have two elite players and and, and DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson, but and then their best defensive player just went down. JJ Watts out for the season, torn pectoral. Mm-hmm. So that was their three elite players. One of them is down now for the rest of the year. Like okay. the Colts don't have anybody elite on their roster. But the thing is, they are just solid. They are like bees at every single level. Where the Texans' offensive line is crap, as well as their defensive line. At the point of attack, the Texans are not good. They're not a strong roster at the point of attack. Where the Colts have won the best offensive line in the league. Like Brissett's probably a mid-tier quarterback, but they have a really, really good offensive line. All right. I was going to go for that as my uh, game of the week as well. Um, I guess we had uh, Roy jump in and said that he was big on the all, Eagles. All in Philly. Yeah, he was all in on Philly. Which is, it seems like, yeah, like, all right, so they, they blew up the phony uh, bill. Um, <laughs> but is there anything to like? Just let him have his good start to the season, Army. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, they uh, they look bad. But um, <laughs> is there anything to like about the Bears? The Bears are an iffy team here. No, they're bad. They're a bad team. They're a bad team. They have a great defense, but their offense is dog crap. It is really hard to get on this yeah. this Bears bandwagon. They are well. Really you look bad at you look at guys like uh, Tariq Cohen, who were like you know first round you know draft picks in your fantasy league a year or two ago and he's worthless like bag of garbage running back well because um he was, good in tandem. He, he, he was good in tandem with a guy who could run downhill because he's just an east-west running back right but you need mm-hmm. to have a guy who can pound the rock and they power, don't have yeah. that they need a guy who can run power and they don't have that they had jordan howard last year uh-huh. who's a nice little change of pace so Tariq Cohen is a good change of pace back. They don't have that anymore. They're trying to make him into something he's not. They're trying to make him into an everyday on back. He's just not. He's 5'8", 100 nothing pounds. He's just super quick. Like, and he's great out of the backfield for screens. He's like a Jer- Darren Sproles type. Like, you can't have him running up the middle. Is there any player in baseball that you would take right now over Juan Soto for the next 10 years? Ten years. Guy's only twenty-one. He just Mike Mike Trout. <laughs> I'd take Mike Trout. You think? I mean, Mike, 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 Mike Trout's twenty-five now. Oh, easy. He's like almost. No, he's he's more than twenty-five. He's gotta be twenty-seven. Yeah, 28. He's, he's at least twenty-seven. 
He's uh, hmm. he's 28 actually. 28. Okay. Juan Soto from 21 to 31 versus. I would take that. Mike Trout from 28 to 38. 38. Uh, I take Soto. I take Soto. We're saying this just after Soto just hit a, an RBI single in the eighth inning of the World Series. As a 21-year-old, that is nuts. This is a college junior. Yeah, he literally just turned 21, too. He turned 21 last week. Man, what a talent. It's amazing, huh? They love, they love well, him. Yeah. They have the better player. He's similar to uh... – like uh, Miguel Cabrera, yeah. And oh, when he, when he first came up, yeah, yeah. It was when, like when he was eight, nineteen. Yeah, a little or baby. Nineteen-year-old Andrew Clemens. Jones. Yeah, those those kinds of guys are yeah really rare. Um, I don't know. I that's that's a tough. He'll he'll get figured out. I mean, Mookie Betts is already like not a good player again. Not a good player. He's like <laughs> yeah. how many six more this year? Yeah, they get the game changes quickly. How about how about Juan Soto or Rafael Devers? Right, uh, he he was a stud last year, and was uh, kind of like a platoon guy this year. Who? Devers. Platoon guy. He almost he was like an MVP. Yeah, he had player. like he had like three forty or something like that. But the year before, he was like out of the lineup. He was 21. He's 20, uh, last year was his 20, 22 season. You can say a lot about these kinds of players. <laughs> Manuel Margot, <laughs> franchise player. <laughs> oh, man. It's Manny. It's Manny now. Who else do we have? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's an it's interesting time for – well, I mean, there's a ton of guys. Like, you've got uh, – Vlad Guerrero's kid. Oh yeah. What if what if he Vlad Jr. is super good, man. Yeah, you got Bo Bichette. Um Bo Bichette's uh, really good too. Who's the Padre um, kid that was really good? Oh, that got hurt? Yeah. There's Gelbert Torres. Uh dude, Joy Joey Bart's really good too. He's so he's hard. You're out of here. <laughs> what about what about CC Sabathia, Tim? <laughs> hey, uh, that's interesting. Well, no, I don't think it is. He's a Hall of Famer, right? CC. I mean, he's borderline. He's borderline. He's borderline. He. I would say he's like Musina. He's like in that. Oh, like, I think Musina is no brainer. I think Sabathia is more questioned than Musina. Yeah, I think the only like the argument for Sabathia is that he has the longevity, but he his peak isn't that great yeah he had that peak of like a three-year span where he was pretty great yeah where he was like in the in the Cy Young debate every year mm-hmm. but even his Cy years weren't like Hall of Fame level he won one Cy 19 yeah. and 7 3.21 ERA to what you were saying he was a top five Cy Young through five times yeah so that, that it, but it's like it's a different de- debate now because like Starters aren't asked to be, you know, throwing two hundred fifty innings. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, you're not picking up the wins. You're not picking up the strikeouts in like garbage games. It's like, oh, you know, we we're up by eight runs. We're gonna pull you in the sixth when yep. you could easily go for two more innings or something. He um, was a horse yeah. for sure. 
Yeah, so well, that yeah, yeah, is a, a, a dead breed. That doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, back in the day, guys, you were up by 20. Uh, you're still in there. You're pumping. Like, you got arm an arm left, you're throwing. Yeah. That's the way it was. Yeah. All right, well, for my game of the week, I struggled here because I really was excited by the fact that the Oakland Raiders are favored in a game of football. And I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was excited about the prospect of betting against, against the Raiders and getting points, but then I saw that they're playing against the Detroit Lions. <laughs> that became a lot less attractive to me. And so, as a result, I'm going to make my pick of the week. The Seattle Seahawks, who are at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the Buccaneers have high ceiling offensively, but uh, also, I think, a low floor. And I think this is one of those games where you go into Seattle, long flight from Tampa to Seattle. This doesn't, this doesn't feel like one where you're going to get off the plane with a lot of energy. Seahawks minus six at home. I'll take it. Mm, yeah. And Jameis is a turnover machine. Like that guy, he has, uh, I think, 15, 15 interceptions, I think. And he hasn't even played every game. It's, he, had, he had that game in, uh, in London where he had five picks. So, oh, and he had, he had six turnovers and five picks in that game. So, I'm – it easily could be a blow. That's the crazy thing about Winston. Like either he goes off for six TDs and throws for 450 yards or he throws five picks for like 250 and they get blown out. That's one of those There's like no... confusing, like good fantasy players versus like bad actual players. Players, yeah. Cause, Cause like Matt Ryan this year was like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Like he was he throwing threw... 50 times a game. Yeah. He threw like 400 yards, like a couple times and like, you know, gets, like, three touchdowns. But, like, he'll get sacked at, like, the five-yard line when he could have just thrown it away all the time. It's like, you've lost the game, even though you've put up a ton of stats. <laughs> like, you just kind of make, like, kind of boneheaded idea plays. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm really soft on, on the Seahawks right now. Um, not really buying their historical – uh, strength. I still believe in Russell Wilson. Um, I still think their stadium can be pumped as fuck, but I I just don't think like their star power and anything is really something to to write home about. But definitely crossing country three thousand miles isn't fun. But I was also surprised to see that the Cleveland Browns are favored in a game. Who are they playing this week? The Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. Oh yeah. Another case where it's hard to get excited about that team, but a home as a home underdog against the, against the Browns. I think the Broncos could possibly win that game. Sure. Yeah. Why not? The the the, the Broncos play tough. Like they. Well, the thing is, when uh, uh, Flacco got hurt last week, so. That's that's what bothers you about that. You're gonna miss him. He's not gonna carry the team. To the levels you were expecting. So, so who's who's going to be their starting quarterback this week? Does it matter? You think uh, that Joe Flacco is better than replacement level? I would still. I think Flacco is still good to go. I saw that he was like talking shit in the post game press conference. He had. Uh, he had. A, he had. A, he has a ruptured disc in his neck. 
Yeah, but like they've had a quarterback before who had no neck, and they won the <laughs> Super Bowl with him. <laughs> well, he had a fused disc. <laughs> yeah, he could not turn his head. Don't flack <laughs> Did not turn out to be no uh, Peyton Manning. <laughs> no, no, I know. I was thinking about like, who was saying that he was good. He's six touchdowns, five interceptions this year. <laughs> who said yeah, he was good? I, I didn't say he was good. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh. okay. <laughs> clamming up now. But I was like, I was like, who are they going to replace him with, though? Paxton Lynch or some other oh, scrub? Man, I, I okay. have no clue who is on their roster at this point. Broncos depth chart. Cortland Sutton or Philip Lindsay? No, Philip Lindsay's a running back. No, that's a wide receiver. I'm, I'm, looking, at the wrong thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm looking at the wrong thing. I was like, I was like Cortland Sutton uh, is a really good – Wide receiver. <laughs> Drew Locke is on. Drew Locke. Oh, okay. Oh, no, sorry. He's on IR. He's on IR. That player is not going to quarterback. Brandon Allen. Arkansas. Sixth round pick three years ago. Jeez. A lot of... it's... Digging bottom of the barrel here. Who's this? Oh, oh, it's the punter. For some here. reason, the Saints had fucking Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, he was the highest paid backup in all the leagues. Yeah, but like they could have had him instead of Joe Flacco, who is the (laughs) highest paid quarterback starter. (laughs) Well, the thing is they they traded for him too. They traded a second round pick for him and took on all of his salary. Yeah. What did he do to get rid of Case? What an absolute robbery by the Ravens. They got rid of his salary plus got a second round pick for him. My goodness. There's some Absolute weird shit that thievery. goes on. I mean, look at Brock Osweiler. Like, what was happening there? Like, oh god, what did you not see on film? Like, that was like, oh, this is never gonna happen. Like, I I watched him when he played at Arizona State. I was like, this guy is brain dead. Yeah, he's bad. Yeah, yeah Brock Osweiler was terrible. A gorgeous looking tall guy, but not a fucking player. <laughs> I'd rather have Andy Dalton. Nine out of ten. Uh, Andy Dalton is way better <laughs> than uh, Brock Osweiler. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. It's kind of interesting that uh, there were a couple teams that had players that are, like, franchisable that they didn't want to trade for, like, a minimal, like, return. Uh, like, the, the Redskins had uh, Trent Williams, like, who was, like, begging to go away. And they couldn't find a way to trade these folks. Yeah, AJ Green with because, the Bengals. Like, they well, don't want to be want, there. They, they wanted they wanted too much. The Bengals won a first round pick. They're, who's gonna Who's gonna take a first round pick on him? A guy who's not gonna be playing this year. Yeah, but you lose leverage. Like, well, either you have him not play at all, like which isn't a problem because you're tanking, or like you end up having things like you know. Bell or Brown, where they just like are a drag on the team when you could get something back. You could, like Jalen Ramsey, they they got something really nice back. Yeah, they got two ones and a four. Yeah, he's a diva, asshole, like not fun to play around player. I don't. And the thing is, is that he wasn't even playing anyway, and they were still winning. So, like, okay, we're winning. We don't need this guy. We might as well trade him. They got and they got two ones and a four for them. So I mean, it's a good trade for the Jaguars. They're winning anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a weird. 
like, well, I mean, it's a great choice for them. They had to get away. Like, he was toxic. And they yeah, got, and like, a he, huge deal. So, like, why can't all these other teams that are clearly tanking want to get rid of a fat contract, aren't able to be like, okay, you take all of Trent Williams' contract, you give us a two and a, a one five years from now. <laughs> like, that's better than having some guy be an asshole all offseason that doesn't want to play for you. When you're the Redskins, then you're not going to be a contender for – Five years, at least anyway. in, yeah, another couple of years anyway. Right now. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's nope. yeah. Well, the um, there are teams yeah. that would be buyers for him that they didn't want to pay a first round pick for him because he hasn't played all year. That seems like a positive to me. <laughs> like he has no injuries. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like I the mean, the Clemens thing. It's like, oh yeah, like let's just add Roger Clemens in July. He hasn't thrown any innings he's like fully fresh like yeah i would love to have an o-lineman that or a lineman that's just like perfectly good to go start the year it's not like oh i forgot like i'm a like four three or four time pro bowler i forgot how to fucking like play my position no because there's plenty of teams out there i need a left tackle I'm, yeah Trent, Trent every, team. <laughs> every team every yeah, team he's, he's a top five left tackle i mean why it's odd to see that there's no offers for Trent Williams. Even if, yeah, even if you have a left tackle, he'd probably, probably be a good right, he'd be a good right tackle. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Like, well, you would like, move your left, you would move your left tackle for him because your left tackle is probably worse than he is. Right. Yeah. It's, it's such an easy upgrade. Cause like these teams always like over, overvalue, like, Oh, a, a two and a three? Like, what are the odds that's going to be a Pro Bowl player? Like, you're getting an I mean, automatic Pro Bowler for this year. Yeah, how, you're trying to win many, right how, now. How many second and third rounders turn out to be Pro Bowlers in the NFL? Yeah. Maybe like, a handful. Maybe yeah, less, a handful. Yeah, less than 5%. But it's like, oh, we that's, need to fill our roster. It's like, well, you could either have, like, 80 C players or 50 B plus players. Like, uh, I feel, I feel that's what the Colts do very well. They don't hit anything out of the park, but they get a lot of like B B plus level players that are just solid players. They're not great at anything, but they're just good players. Like they have a good open offensive line. They have a good defense. They're not spectacular. And anything, but they're just good. So they can win you ball games, and they'll keep the game close. They're not getting blown out in any of these games, even the games that they do lose. Wow. Corbin, dealing. Uh, I would say that the Colts have also been in a window where they haven't gotten, like, top three picks. They've gotten, like, top, like, eight picks. So -hmm. they go for, like, best on the board instead Mm -hmm. of, like, you know, franchise changing players. That happened. Yeah, like they had, uh, they they got Quentin Nelson a couple years ago. The he was the best offensive lineman in the draft. It was the same draft that Mike McGlinchey was in. So the Colts drafted before the Niners. So went Colts, somebody else, and the Niners. And the Niners were drafting at nine. The Colts were drafting at seven. Quentin Nelson is an absolute monster. 
Like, he's one of the best offensive linemen in the league right now. Like, he's so good. If you just watch tape on Quentin Nelson, like, he's an absurd human. He's he's like 6'5", 340, and he just absolutely just pummels people into the dirt. Hmm. What a tough sport. You don't think uh, J.J. Watt would be good with a broken pectoral? Completely torn off the bone pectoral, you mean? Yeah, I would think, like, if you just put his arm in a sling, he'd still be a pretty good, like, <laughs> rusher. But, but with, the, with just using his left arm? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, Walter, it's not like he's, like, a – I mean, he's a fucking strong fuck guy, but, like, he, he's a really agile guy with, like, a lot of moves. Like, do, do, do you remember when Justin Smith played the entire postseason with a torn tricep? He tore his yeah. tricep off the bone, and he is just – and he's playing football with a torn tricep. Like, how do you do that? Like, my God. I'm his sore arm. I'm like, I can't lift this thing. He's playing football. With a Offensive line people are ridiculous. Yeah, because, like, the whole time you're just, like, having your legs, like, rolled over, like, every play. Over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they're – no one's ever 100%. So, I would yeah, – I, I watch – I'd risk it. Yeah, you, you see all the, like, linebackers or whatever, like, play with, like, clubs on their hands like well you're not going to be able to tackle well but you're still better than the replacement level yeah exactly no you see it on every play you just see some running back just run on the back of some lineman's legs and you're just like oh that's gotta hurt and you just pray that the guy gets back up and you just you see it on every single play like some running back running up the back of some lineman and you're just like oh it is a fast yeah like they are a scientific, like, marvel. Because, like, <laughs> yeah, they run as fast as the running back, but they're twice the weight. <laughs> yeah. In a 10-yard span, the linemen are as fast as the running back. It's just the long speed. They just don't have the long speed. Probably, like if, yeah. Yeah, so if you look at the 10-yard splits, the offensive linemen are maybe a split second slower than running backs. But if you – the the thing is, is once you get past that ten yard split, the you know the running backs are way faster. But but yeah, you're right. The and that's the reason why it's like amazing when you see D tackles who are like 290 pounds just run down running backs because their ten yard splits are so fast. It's just in the long speed when they get out in the open field and they have to run them down, they're not gonna be able to do it. But like behind the line of scrimmage when they're first getting going, they can definitely catch them. Yeah, it's nasty. That's a, it's absurd. It's absurd how like ridiculous these guys are. <laughs> Joe like Smith being, is still pitching? Yeah, just how old is that guy? He's been pitching for a long time. He's thirty five. Wow. I think I think I saw something that he's never had a bad year. His highest career ERA is three point eight three. Wow. Okay, so he's had a good career. 13 seasons. And his career ERA is 2.98. Wow, that's really good. Very reliable, yeah. I mean, he, he looks filthy. He's like submariner with, you know, good location. That's a recipe for a good In bite. velocity, he's throwing 88. <laughs> From, From submariner, yeah. 
I guess you you missed the beginning of the game where uh, Granky was throwing 64 mile an hour curveballs. Throwing West Yee knuckle curves. Uh, did you guys watch any of uh, last night's game, or the? Did you see the controversial play up the line? Well, which one? Um, there was like a a dribbler that the um, Trey Turner hit, and the Astros catcher came up out of the line and hit Trey Turner. Or well, he didn't hit Trey. Oh, Turner. I did see it. I did see it. Yeah, they like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on yeah, yeah. You hit him, he, yeah, you hit him in the back of the leg. That's right. Yeah, that was – I don't like that call yeah. at all. Yeah, eventually yeah, you have right to come back. back. You eventually have to come back into the base, like, angle. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. Yeah. I, yeah I, I, it was I, a bad call. I didn't agree with it either. Yeah, it was a bad call. Yeah. I, I'm because fine with I, it. He like, was, yeah. He was, when, in, when, he, was in the, he was in the field of play. Like, he – I mean, he wasn't – he was running in the baseline. He wasn't going too crazy. He wasn't, like, going right. way out of his way yeah. to, like, run into the first baseman. He was just running straight down the baseline. I feel like you could just tell by watching whether or not someone does something unnatural while they're running. Yeah. Like, and it didn't when you look like A-Rod's he did anything play. to me, yeah. Yeah, when well, you look at A-Rod's play, like, back, <laughs> uh, back in the ALCS – like, hey. it was clear he was doing something off. <laughs> it was clear. No, no, it is not. That was a good call or a good play by Aaron because it almost worked. They didn't call it immediately. Like, they had to huddle around to, like, be like, oh, did he, like, swat the ball out of his glove? Like, he was either going to be out. Yeah. No, or, it, was a good, it was a good try by him. But or he did very no, obvious. It was a smart – no, I, I agree with you. Aaron's play was smart. But the thing is, like, it was clear he was trying to do something off. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was swatting at the ball. <laughs> he was. It looked like trying, he was trying to block a shot. Yeah. Yeah. That's a – it's like uh, if it was someone – some other player had done it. Yeah, like if, if Jeter had done it, you'd be like, oh, how, how savvy. But instead <laughs> it was like well, – The legend. <laughs> Yeah, look at look at this cheater trying to get away with someone like this. And there's like cheater being like, oh yeah, this is years of yeah. knowledge yeah. of baseball. <laughs> like, well, it's either out or like they'll have to think about it and I'm out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It's yeah. true. It depends on who does it. Jeez. Because if you're if if you're a guy who's looked at as like very honorable in the league and stuff like that, they'll like, oh, what a guy. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, like, no way, last, no way he could have done everything. Yeah. Anything last wrong. night there was uh, Alex Bregman hit that home run, and he took the bat all the way to first base and handed it off to the first base coach. Like, yeah, if, which is if Yasuo Puig had done that, like, <laughs> he'd be getting the next guy. Uh, would be getting he he might, he probably get suspended for this game. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's Alex Bregman who never does stuff like that, so they're like, oh, uh, so, you know. What 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 he was just celebrating. It was a uh, huge moment. Yeah, he lost he yeah, he lost himself. He says but nose <laughs> nose to the ground, he's a hard hard runner kind of guy. This never happens. And then like once uh yeah, Juan Toto did it like an inning later when he like tied it up or something. And it was like, Oh why would you do that? Like if he had if he had been the first one to do that, like yeah, it's like 
It's like all those uh, broadcasters that call any guy from that uh, dominant uh, from the Dominican Republic. They call him like a spicy player. Like he's got spicy attitude. Oh so, yeah, everyone like, from Cuba is the Cuban Missile. Every player well, has, yeah. <laughs> has been nicknamed that. Yeah. <laughs> it's classic. Yeah, classic. I mean, baseball is one of the most racist sports historically. It only makes sense. I mean, all the sports are pretty racist historically. It's so weird. Yeah, like, it's weird to be racist when, like, the sport is so integrated. Yeah, because it happens in, like, um, uh, soccer a lot in, in well, uh, across the world. But, like, um, there's, like, a big Dude. anti-racism stuff, uh, like, uh, advertising. Dude, but it's like, why would you soccer be racist? Like, has, the, dude, like soccer all, all has, your team is like not from your country. Dude, soccer has is the most racist. If you go, if you look worldwide, yeah, they they'll be like yelling epithets at oh, players. Yeah. They'll be throwing bananas at black players. Right. Yeah. This it's has like, happened why, at well, Manchester Field. Yeah. Yeah. Why at would Manchester you be racist? You you have like other races on your team. It's not like. You're a purebred like German team, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, things like that. It's like no, like everyone. There's like a lot of races on all the teams. Like so, how could you be racist? Well, half the team is black, probably. From, like, also, Morocco it's a soccer game, not like some. Yeah. And I mean, what does yeah. it matter? Enjoy dude, the game, uh, dude. dude a Muslim to, player, a Muslim player, a couple years ago was here. crying. Was crying while running off the field a couple years back. He was a Muslim. Uh, he was a goalkeeper. Uh, I think it was from Man City, and he was crying running off the field because he was getting yelled at with so much like racism. Ugh. Like, <laughs> like this, and this happens like all over soccer fields, and you, oh. you don't hear about it. <laughs> like racism. What is? Wh- why do people do this? It's like I, just, I, I, I it's think it's I, I like when I. You know, we're Giants fans. Like, oh fuck the Dodgers! It's like, why? Like, they're better than us. Like, I, I, I do not understand that kind of like hatred. It's like, oh, you like baseball? I like baseball. Like, can you prove why your team's better than mine with like words? Okay, cool. Like, other than that, like we have no power over like what's happening on the field. So like. It would, it's honestly so ridiculous. It's to the point where it's like, if you were just, if you saw two people in front of a movie arguing over whether the Jedi or the Sith were the better squad, that would be the same thing. (laughs) This is entertainment. Like, who cares what team you like? Guess what? You probably like the team that you're, that is in the city that you grew up in or the team (laughs) that one of your parents grew up in, grew up with. Like, that's not something that makes you special or unique. It just happens to be something about where you're from, which is great. And I think a good way to follow the game, but that doesn't mean that you're any way better or worse than anybody else who has a different. No, no, I, I agree. And it creates, it creates a nice community of other people around the country that either agree with you or don't agree with you. Generally uh-huh. speaking, I mean, obviously it gets out of control sometimes, but like it, like ballparks are good places to meet other people that, you can like enjoy a game and be entertained together. That's that's what sports is for. But I don't know what's gotten yeah, people all, could... things. Things have gotten all crazy. But I mean, people talk about this, and it, it, this is a big thing in in uh, Europe where they have sports hooliganism, 
where like opposing teams they'll have hooligans they'll fight each other in the parking lot after games like this is an actual thing that happens in europe no jokes that's sure why not you gotta keep your uh that's the reason why that's the reason why you're not allowed to drink in soccer stadiums anymore is because of hooliganism so like what ended up happening is opposing sides would meet in the parking lot after the game and they fucking bare knuckle box in the middle of the parking lots after the game what a world what a world you know we're not that we're not that far from being just a bunch of animals we're really not (laughs) just a couple of drinks in a soccer game (laughs) you have to drink a mile away from the stadium what why the movie the purge is so good it's like if that was enacted how far would you go? No, that's the reason why when anybody was like, oh, yeah, we're, we're so much smarter than we used to be. Like, it's so much true. But the fact is, is if we, be, if we had to, if we got in a situation where our primal instincts had to kick into gear, like, people would become primal as fuck. They would just leave people dying on the side of the road. Like, like Black Friday. Like, people, like, run each yeah, other over. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. For exactly. discounts. Like, exactly. If, if your survival instinct kicks in, it's gonna be fuck the world. I don't care about you. I don't. I don't know you. I don't give a shit. Like that's the way it's gonna be. Yeah, that's true. Did, did we just watch a baseball team run out of pitchers in Game Seven of the World Series? No, well, this guy's been good. They're got- really they're running low. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, that's a problem. Oh shit! He kicked it. Um, oh Jesus! They lost. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's tough. I I I've been rooting against the Nationals because of all the uh, Bryce Harper haters. <laughs> it's like he left for like a hundred million dollars more than you were offering. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck you for thinking you would ever turn that. Not loyal yeah. to this town. I, yeah. I'm, I'm from fucking like West Virginia, but like <laughs> yeah. I'll die no. for Washington D.C. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. No, na- Nationals fans are scumbags. <laughs> uh, every oh, fan just, is every scumbag. baseball fan is like, you left my team. Like, yeah, when Pablo yeah. left and took that terrible deal in Boston, Giants fans were like, how dare he? He left us. Like, fuck that! Like, we're grateful that we didn't get that contract. Like, but he got oh, him back yeah, for that, uh, that the minimum was, a couple years later. Yeah, we got him back for the league minimum, and he was yeah. way better with us. <laughs> why, why? Why didn't Pablo sign with us for the league minimum in the first place? <laughs> he, he should have been loyal immediately. Like, uh, money is isn't in all that important. It's like, well, he's not from this country, let alone San Francisco. So like, <laughs> Why would you be loyal to this place? Like, it's just a job, man. It's just a job. <laughs> yeah. the That's the way they all see it. It's That's business. how you should. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's a business. The teams aren't going to, uh, you know, they're not going to come find you when you're doing poorly. Exactly. Give you extra well, money. I mean, the Giants do. They'll hand you out a fat contract. <laughs> oh, you did ball Dude. for us two years ago? Here you go. Here's a oh, life. life. Life term. Well, <laughs> I, I think I think Zaidi is going to end that trend, though. Yeah, Zaidi is very fru- he's pretty frugal. I I, I <laughs> like the direction that the 
Not, that the Giants are. Why? Out. Why would you want to be frugal? You're a baseball fan. It's not your money. Spend all the money. Why not? They can afford the Yankees' payroll. Well, well, what I mean is, is that they're not wasting their money. Should I say they're not like sending out <laughs> huge contracts to guys that are has-beens that are, you know, that already Have you wasted not seen the their roster year. lately. It's <laughs> a lot I'm of has-beens, Tim. Uh, I'm all well, in that's because for that's all Bobby Evans. Bobby Evans paid out all these guys, so they're still on the roster. Samarja and Cueto have been good when they are healthy. Samarja had a four-year A last year. Samarja was like a Cy Young contender two years ago. Not when he was with the Giants. How much for Anthony Rendon? $350 million. <laughs> His, no uh, way. There's three. no – you're trolling. No. What is this estimate? S- seven years, yeah, yeah. 210? No way. Yeah. You're that's, thinking that's more than Harper. That's not enough. You have to – yeah, you have to – More Harper. than Harper. And then Colin Strasburg. I think he's going to get more than Harper. I, I think Colin Strasburg could totally get Yankee Red Sox money. Oh, I, I think Rendon Yankees, gets two hundred plus. Yankees already had saying that they he, they're going all in on Cole. They already said that. They already said that. They should have signed him when they first had him, Tim. <laughs> they said they're was, going all in. They drafted, out of high school. High, they drafted him yeah. out of high school and they couldn't they, sign they, him. They, for, they, did. they didn't want to give him two million. Yeah, they didn't. Now want they're going to give. Now yeah. they're going to give him two hundred. Two hundred at least. Oh yeah, at least two hundred. At least. Well, two hundred plus, yeah. You think he gets three hundred? Yeah. I don't think so for a pitcher. No, he's yeah. not getting three hundred. He's probably gonna get like six years. No, dude, fuck. I think that's possible. Granky was getting thirty-five mil at like thirty-two years old. So I think it's possible. I don't think he was thirty-two. Yeah, Granky signed a six-year extension with the how, with the D back. How old is Cole right now? He's like twenty-eight, right? Twenty-eight, twenty-nine. I think he'll be thirty. Yeah, he's the same age as Crawford. How How old is Crawford? They're the same age. They're the same exact age. I think they'll be thirty. I don't know if they're the same age. They They went. They played on the same team, the same year at UCLA. Yeah, so did Bauer, but I, I don't know if they're all the same age. Because. Um, uh, I think he was 32. You're right. Yeah, and Grinky's gonna get paid out, and he was fucking a stud in Game Seven. Yeah. So it's like, and he's getting paid 36 million dollars a year. So like the idea that Cole gets 10 years, 30 million. That's not that. 10 crazy. years. No, he's future. not gonna get 10 years. He's gonna well, get six. Six at 35 is just as close. Yeah, he's gonna get six years to probably thirty to thirty-five million. Like yeah. I could see that. Yeah, so less than two hundred actually. Yeah, he'll opt out after two and get another extension. <laughs> That's what Strass is about to do. He's gonna opt out if he has four years and a hundred left. He's gonna opt out. The JD Martinez opt out is interesting too, because like he can opt out and he's the best hitter on the market by like a mile. A hundred players. Rendon? Well, other than Rendon. Other than Rendon, he's the only one that's... that's no. Better. I mean, well, Rendon's like a franchise like player. I think like 
Martinez is someone you need to add to your um, already playoff team. Yeah, yeah, he's a Merc. So the top, yeah. top, top free agents by Anthony Castro Vince, Garrett Cole, Anthony Rendon, JD Martinez, Marcelo Zuna, Madison Bumgarner, Josh Donaldson, Zach Wheeler, Yasmani Grandal, Didi Gregorius, Cole Hamels, Jocelyn Puig, Delaine Batensis. I think Castellanos will be interesting. I could see the nine. I could see the Giants going after JD Martinez. Could you see JD Martinez interested in playing it? Oracle? No. No. After playing in Fenway, where he's like, no, yeah, a god. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's a god there. No, I don't think. He's, but the but he's not playing for another contract. He's playing for his final contract. Yeah. <laughs> but but the fact is, the Boston Boston will pay him out though. That that's not a problem. That's not a problem. Who's their new the, GM? Have they already? Yeah, the 36-year-old from Yale. From the Rays. Everybody's like, uh, yeah. Oh, right. He's a, uh, he's a, he's, he's like, oh, he's uh, a 36-year-old Tom graduated MUA from yeah. Yale. Is that his voice, Tim? That's how he sounds? <laughs> exactly like that. And um, Literally, like, all the GMs are fucking... Uh, Ivy Leaguers, so <laughs> not really saying Basically, anything. Basically, pretty much. Who do you guys like what? this weekend? Invictus Gaming versus Fun Plus Phoenix. I like Fun Plus. Invictus Gaming is a minus 150 favorite. Oh, the number wow. three seed from the LPL against the number one seed. The number three seed is favored. I, I, like, I like Invictus. I mean, uh, I, mean I like uh, Fun Plus, sorry. Army? I think it's a Doinby show, and I think Rookie can shut him down. The guy looked awesome against Nemesis. And if you've been following Reddit, Nemesis has been, like, bitching that, like, Doinby doesn't know how to play lane. It's like, you don't know how to play against Doinby, which I think Rookie can adapt to, which I don't think Nemesis can. So I think that's, that's the argument. If you're able to shut down their best player, like what about the junglers? The jungle difference? Is there a jungle difference? Tian mm, has probably yeah. been the best jungler of the tournament. Ning wasn't even playing yeah, okay. two weeks ago. Ning is yeah, he's a wild card. I guess yeah, if you think jungle is a big thing, uh, yeah, Tiana was god. But no, I don't think so. I thought Kim Gun he took like Brock's the, He took Broxa behind the woodshed. Yeah, he was he was bad. He was behind every play by thirty seconds. Uh, but I thought Gimgun looked bad in the shy of God. So we'll see. Yeah, I I I really think it's the Doin V versus rookie. Like, who's able to like dictate how the game is played? How many times does Rise go through unbanned? Uh, never. He's got to be banned. Cause like you let you let Doinby play fucking Pantheon, <laughs> the most banned champion. Yeah, hundred percent banned. Don't you think that thing is just unstoppable in scrims? Like, anyway, I wonder what is happening in scrims. Game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like you let him. I I just feel like yeah, Rise. It's weird that like people thought it was bad beforehand. You were flaming it. 
No, I was not. I was flaming your arrival. <laughs> your rise was, is bad. <laughs> the new rise. I was. I was fine with the new rise. The thing that's good about the new rise is it's uh, wave clear, and it still has the ultimate late game. So like, if you're not pressuring Doinby on his rise, then like, you've already lost. So. Although I've heard that rise is picked so that you don't have to pressure it. So, so it's picked to absorb pressure. Yeah, he has great wave clear. Yeah. But he... Yeah, who? Early, you should just gank him. Hmm. Yeah, who's better wave clear than rise? I mean, his wave clear is absurd. Yeah. I, I, that's what I was saying at the beginning of the... Um, Worlds with the mages were going to come back mid. If you can clear yeah, like, mid, it's the entirety of the game. Well, like, Rise and LeBlanc have the best wave clear. Like, you just do... Any of those guys. Syndra, Oriana, Cassio, anyone that can just push out the lane and help your jungler not have to babysit you. Like, you've already won your, your portion of the game. You don't have well, to... Actually, Actually, uh, Garen's wave clear now that they buffed his E. Well, <laughs> you can't just talk about melee champions and wave clear. His wave clear wave with his E. Garen, he'll just get blown up. Well, that's true. I mean, that's the reason why he hasn't been picked that often in pros, but uh, he's still pretty broken right now if you're a normal human. All right, and then the second series, G2, SK Telecom. For, uh, this one, I have to say, I was surprised. G G2 is an underdog, and by a lot, SKT minus 180. Hmm. Seems, seems a little rich. I would have guessed more like this. This would be even more of an even match than the previous game. G2's played very well. Um, I mean, it's just that. You best of five two, two and a half months ago. Yeah. G2 is still very good. Uh, just that SKT has the best player in the world. So. I think the best player in the world is on G2. <laughs> I, that, I think I, I would say Perks is the best player. Oh, above uh, Faker? Yeah, I, I think so. All right. So this is probably last out of the World Series. Yeah. Baseball, yeah. baseball for a while. Um, Faker's still the best player. There's no doubt about that. Um, <laughs> Faker is still the best player. <laughs> I thought Yankos looked kind of crummy. What? I'm I I'm a big hater on Yankos. Yankos looks crummy. He was the MVP of the series. I don't care. He had like, like a <laughs> he had like a nine oh six game. <laughs> don't like him. I don't like that, Yankos, that, was the, that was the last game of this. That was the last game of the series. This sounds like a personal decision. It doesn't sound like anything no, that's analysis. Not, not it doesn't sound fan. like anything that is analysis. I mean, he not was the MVP fan. of the series. I think it's hard to say. He that's because back. he went ten zero in the deciding game. Well, that's pretty good. That's important. <laughs> he got that free ass gank like level two, and like the game was over, and then he KS like every kill the rest of the way. <laughs> I think 
Clid is better than Yankos. I think Faker and Caps is still a Faker. Have lane. we seen Clid succeed on other champions? Other than Lee Sin. Other than yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> I think you take Yankos Lee Sin, we're doing fine. I I think it's probably liability on the gamblers, maybe? That it's that way. I don't know. I think I think the SKT name recognition is worth a lot. People still believe in that name. Khan looked good. I don't trust Khan. Teddy looked great. I trust Teddy. Varys. I'll tell you what I don't want to see. Any more Ezreal. <laughs> no. That's not good enough anymore. Not putting enough enough DPS uh, out. No, there's not no. I, yeah, there's just many more DPS champions out there than Ez, but I. Well, there's more. Ez tank. is a. Yeah, yeah. Ez is more tanky, and he's a good team. No, no. I mean, it's hard. There, there are more tanks being played, so it's very hard for Ezreal to play into tanks. That's also true, and also he's, like, he's a good team. Uh, ADC, but. I mean, he can't carry by himself. Hmm. Like he's he's a po- he's a poke ADC, and this is a really bad meta for poke ADCs. Yeah, I think currently it's just like you either play Kaisa or Zaya, or you play. Yeah, basically. You gotta have you gotta have like melt your face ADCs right now. They have to like be ones that that have their kind of their own escape mm-hmm. and they can DPS with yep. their own CC. And yep. the, they're, those are the only two currently. Unless you are building a yeah, a Kog'Ma, Jinx, or something else kind of team. Hmm. Yeah, I, do like Ver- I think Varus is a good, good champion with uh, Tom Kench. I, 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 agree, I agree with you because he just needs a champion that can help him out with mobility. The problem is Varys has no mobility, but if he works well with Tom Kench, he, he can melt champions very quickly, especially after he gets uh, Ginsu's Rageblade. So you go, Blade, uh, you go Bork to, to Rageblade, and you're just melting tanks. Yeah, yeah he has like uh, different builds, which is also like something that's kind of important. Because, like, sometimes you need to build tank, uh, against tanks. You need to build mm-hmm. an MR. Maybe you have to play the AP. Um, but I like Varus. And I don't really think it has to be a, a Tom Kench lane because, like, he has long range. So you just kind of maybe change the way you play the game. You like, hold on, you like, you like Clid more than Yonkos. What about the uh, – you, sound, you, sound, you, you like Faker more than Caps? Oh, that's like a – 52-48. And then what about in the top lane? You like Khan or, or Wonder? I like Wonder more than Khan. Yeah. And Wonder is significantly more... Uh, I like Wonder much more. And then bot lane, I like the... Well, here, here, what do you think? I like Teddy. Um, if they're not going to play Mata... But the bot lane is a unit. <laughs> well, they have to play... Standard ADC and support, whereas 
Perks gets to maybe play something else. Teddy Effort or Perks Mickey? I I think it's even. It's a, it's a good I think it's I think it's a toss up series and it should be even money. They played really close at MSI and they're both playing very well right now. So yeah, minus one eighty is too much then I guess. And I think and I like I like hmm. Yeah, the Chinese series I'm I'm not sure. That's a tough one. I like IG better. One, they know they can win. And two, I I just think I think they play <laughs> You don't trust Ning? That's I, you. I, That's I, it. I don't, trust, I don't trust Ning or Balon. And I think that Oh, I trust Balon. I he's, think the he's way strictly they, on Leona like tank duty now. He's in he's an enter. <laughs> yeah, he's on he's on like safe past camp duty now. He's an enter. Um, but not, uh, what it, what IG does is also what Funplus does well. And so I don't think that like I think IG's very good, but I think their big advantage is they play too fast for other teams. But I think Funplus plays just as fast. And they over the year, like they were a tier above them in LPL. The, the only series that Funplus lost this split was versus IG. This split. So it's one matchup. So they they have confidence. Funplus was undefeated except for this one team. Right, but this one team also lost lots of other series that were also very important <laughs> and did not defeat Fun Plus in the playoffs. In fact, did not even Dude, watch fucking like watch any of those like uh what was it? It was last year yeah, uh L C K where Griffin had beaten every team handily and the one team they couldn't beat they decided to play Talia Pantheon bot lane because they didn't think they could beat them. <laughs> they maybe they just have a a superpower against this team. <laughs> they won a yeah two they went two to one in that series. Yeah. Very convincing. <laughs> no way anyone could change anything from that. That's how it works. They're superior team. They couldn't reach the finals, but they're superior. Yeah, I think it's close. Well, think it's close. Another coin flip for me. Nothing. No results would surprise me out of this. Yes, sir. This is the premier. This is at least since I've started watching professionally, like probably the first world. Yeah, where like the semis are the four best teams. Yeah. On all and and not just that, but all, I think all four can win. Yeah, no mistakes. Like everyone believes that F yeah, F fun plus one, F yeah, FKT one, yeah, everyone would be like, Oh yeah, that was reasonable. It's it's the three it's the three teams that have been the best in their region all year and then the defending world champs. And the defenders, yeah. Yeah. That's so nice. It has to be the best because even yeah, every year there's at least one sketchy team in the semis for the most part definitely the last two years with uh 
the European team. <laughs> uh, no. Broncos H2K team. Oh, the him. H2K team was terrible, but yeah. Fnatic and SKT making, or uh, uh, Fnatic sure. and G2 making. Uh, well, I was also thinking of last year, C9. Anyone, yeah, from they made the like They that. made the semis, but there was no way they were winning the tournament. And then you go back to the the one in China. Okay, do we do that one already? The SKT Samsung one. Well, congratulations to the Nationals. Yeah, you're. Do you just see that? <laughs> yeah. That's it, man. Feels good. Five or seven straight road wins. Yeah, dude, that's that's incredible. That's an incredible stat right there. Is that no home team won in the entire series? Yeah, probably no favorite too, right? Uh, no. Yeah, I I bet this game. I was gonna say yeah, I bet on Scherzer for this game. He was a dog against Guarantee. Yeah, that's incredible though. That's an incredible stat. In the seven <laughs> games that a home team did not win. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. That's an incredible stat. I don't so think we'll ever see that again. You know what it tells me? Those are bad baseball towns. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, like, slash the tires of their opponents. I'm trying hard enough. Yeah. The fans aren't getting hyped. There's no way that's happening ever again. That no – Home team wins. I don't know, Tim. How many series. more seasons of baseball are you? <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be three hundred years more. Until that has never off. happened before, and baseball's already been played for two hundred years. Okay, well, how many more hundreds of years is baseball gonna go? Would you well, say baseball yeah, before, long... before or after its half life right now? Baseball will exist as long as civilization exists. As as, yeah, as, as long as, as like, we know it, television still exists. Yeah, yeah. As long as our civilization still exists, baseball will exist. Well, I'm asking the question: How much longer? <laughs> More or less than it's already been played. So 140 well, years. I'm asking well, it about civilization too. So be yeah, it. I don't. I don't think. Well, they're not going to be playing baseball in California <laughs> unless they're going to be playing on dirt fields. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I it's, it's hard to believe that like all all the like major yeah, like all the best athletes are from California, Florida, Texas. Texas. Like yeah, yep. it's like so all Alabama. those states are gonna be two hundred degrees in like fifty years. So I don't I wouldn't know. go that far. I wouldn't go that far. It's not gonna be that high. It's <laughs> even if it, even if it was a hundred 15. The, IP, uh, the IPCC report said if the, that it was if the like average temperature changed in California to 115, I think every human would just be dead. All right. Well, I mean, no, that's what they're, that's what they're would, projecting. No, no because that would, like, a, a, like a three-degree change in, like, the global temperature is, like, catastrophic. So if you're <laughs> going to talk about, like, a, you know, 30-degree, 40-degree increase in one particular area. I said 50 years. This is exponential change that's happening. So, oh, over the next fifty years, it said that it would only go up three to four four degrees. So I, I'll, I, 
I, I read wow. the IPCC report. But no, so, the, the three to four degrees will like ruin the world. Yeah, Oracle Park I, will I be agree. underwater. <laughs> well, yeah, the coastline. The coastline will go underwater. Angels, Dodgers will all be underwater. No big deal though. No big deal. That was assumed. I'm not saying it's a not a big deal, but I'm saying is we'll still exist as a civilization. It's not like we're gonna stop existing. You don't think if the temperature changed by not three degrees, but forty degrees that we would still <laughs> we it, We'd there's no okay? report that says there's no report that's saying that. Well, of course not, but we're talking about the hypothetical that I was refuting that Army was bringing up. No, no. You also have to calculate all the nuclear warfare that we're going to get into. So According to who? That's the well, I mean, we have nukes. Someone's going to use them. Tune in next week for additional political discussion there, on episode 49 the of the Rough Dove podcast. We're going to use the nukes. Bonus content available to the Snapchat subscribers. Don't forget to donate to our Patreon and check <laughs> yeah. out our eBay stores. All right. I'm looking yeah, at- <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. I've been signing off.